Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, an Air Chats audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back for episode 38 of the Game Plan Pod. Really appreciate uh, everyone tuning in this week um, for a little Jets vs. Panthers recap and a look ahead to the New England Patriots, the home opener this Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Um, so first things first, I mean, the Jets fall to the uh, Carolina Panthers 19-14. to um, it was tough. It was tough to watch the team lose their first game, but a lot of positives still to take out of this one. Um, some negatives as well, but that, that comes with every week, right? I think all teams, you know, all teams balance from positives and negatives to each week. And the Jets maybe had a few more negatives and positives this week, but the positives do outweigh some of the negatives. So we'll, we'll look at, we'll look at a few of those, but first things first, Zach Wilson looked good. He looked good in his, uh, rookie debut there. I mean, the offensive line, of course, pass blocking. Probably some of the worst pass blocking I've seen since 2019. Um, I think it, it was atrocious. It got better, a little bit better as the game went on. But, you know, guys like Elijah Vera Tucker, who are still getting acclimated, guys like Connor McGovern and GVR, who, you know, just really dropped the ball on this one. Um, and then the George fan experiment, I think, you know, with Becton now out for six to eight weeks, possibly longer, Morgan Moses will now certainly take over at that right tackle spot with Fant um, scooting over to the left tackle spot. Um, time will tell how that'll work out. I think Fant will actually play well at the left tackle, better than he has been playing at the right tackle spot. I think he's a better left tackle than right tackle, and he can move. So I think he won't, I don't think he'll be a liability in this scheme. I think they are, you know, struggling with depth right now. But, you know, if the Jets, think about it this way, if the Jets didn't sign Morgan Moses, who would really be that right tackle or left tackle? Or how, how, would, how would the depth even shape out now? So... We should be grateful for Joe Douglas's, uh, you know, his continued improvement in the offensive line. And although it didn't really shape up on Sunday, you could tell that the chemistry really just wasn't wasn't there from these guys not playing at all in the preseason together. Um, you know, guys like Becton, McGovern, GVR, Morgan Moses, and George Fant all got those preseason reps. But you really never saw him play as one whole group with Elijah Rowe Tucker in there. So I think that had certainly to do with uh, some of the communication issues and some of the chemistry issues that we saw out there on Sunday. And, you know, also this Panthers defense, not to make excuses, but they're pretty good. And they look like they have a really nearly dominant D-line. I mean, look, the Jets let guys just run free. They let guys like Brian Burns and Derek Brown just shoot up the A-gap, shoot up, you know, the edge, and just really cause havoc for Zach Wilson, who I thought performed, you know, really well uh, under – the majority of pressure he was facing for throughout the majority of the day. Um, but I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't think it's going to get e- any easier against the Patriots. Um, if that's what anyone's really thinking, I think, I think Bill Belichick is, is going to look at that Panthers game and, you know, just do three times, five times what Matt rule did and just send these stunts, which for some odd reason, the Jets just can't, you know, block a simple stunt. Uh, it feels like it's, it's, it's plagued this team for the past 10 years. I, it just seems like the Jets can't pick up stunts. Um, and hopefully they can get better at that with their new offensive line coach, John Benton. I'm hope, you know, obviously he's teaching these guys this week to you know, pick up your stunt, pick up your guy, uh, see if we can provide as much time for Zach as possible. And I think that's really all this team is missing on offense. And, you know, it's obviously the run blocking is, is a problem as well. You have to get that fixed, but you know, it was Michael Carter's first game as well. Tevin Coleman looked a little slow out there. I believe the Jets had... I don't know, like a gross 2.3 or even 1.9 yards per attempt. It was, 
It was very, uh, very underwhelming, to say the least, from what we've heard throughout the offseason, how the run blocking has been, you know, a, a, a high point of this team throughout the offseason. I mean, you have, you know, these beat reporters who have done a really a great job, honestly, with the Denzel Mims situation, which we'll get into, but saying, you know, the run blocking has looked great throughout the offseason and the training camp with them going up against the Eagles. And, you know, it just... It didn't. It didn't. Uh, it didn't come to fruition on Sunday, and hopefully they can get that fixed as soon as possible because you're going to need to run against the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick is not going to. He's going to make it a very hard time against Zach Wilson in this passing game. So you need to try to establish the run early. You need to try to you know dominate the line of scrimmage, which again we've heard throughout the offseason that the Jets have been struggling with the line of scrimmage, especially on passing downs, and I think we saw that Sunday as well. Um, I mean, for the majority of the contest, the Panthers were just absolutely obliterating the Jets. Um, on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. So hopefully they can get their act together there um, on the LOS. But other than that, um, yeah, the loss, a lot of positives to take out of it, some negatives, you know, the injuries, of course, linebacker Jamie Sherwood being out for a week now. Robert Sala said today on Wednesday, I'm actually recording this on Wednesday afternoon as I won't be able to record this on a Wednesday night. It'll be up, you know, generally the same time though um, this night. Um but yeah, overall, um, some injuries, you know, Blake Cashman's down with a hamstring, Braden Man punter is down, and I mean, what a job by Matt Amendola, right, to come in here and absolutely obliterate the punting job, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding, but, um, you know, I mean, I think it does set a standard for Braden Man a little bit, how Matt Amendola just came out there, of course, you know, looking at the logistics, he didn't have a good hang time at all, you have to have a decent hang time to have your guys run down there and make the stop, Um and tackle, but you know, overall he he booted a sixty-six yard punt that went out of bounds at around the thirteen yard line from his own, I think it was like twenty. It was something ridiculous. Um, you have to get credit where credit's due. He hasn't punted once. He said his first time punting was high school and that was his last time. So first time in an NFL game for Amendola and the first time punting for him as well. So hats off to him. So you know we, we took away what we could from that Panthers game. I thought the secondary played really well. Cornerbacks, of course. I want to actually single that out. Cornerbacks played really well. Secondary as a whole, I don't think played well at all. Um, you know, you have Christian McCaffrey down there. You have to you have to at least put a guy on him, right? I mean, he was just running free for the majority of the matchup. But I, it, it's difficult. It's difficult because you're trying to also try to obstruct the pass game by, you know, guarding the receivers. And I thought the cornerbacks did a great job. I think Michael Carter, the second, they have a gem there. I understand why the Jets love him so much. Now you saw he, he really, he, he's a force. He, he, he's a good tackler. He's great in coverage. Uh, good in the slot. I think the Jets have their guy uh, in the slot. And I think I've seen enough of Michael Carter, the second to really be really, really, really confident in his ability to play the slot for the next five, to 10 years for the Jets. Um, I think the outside corner spot is still their question marks. Um, of course, you know, I thought Brendan Eccles actually did a fine job. I thought Javelin Goodry struggled a little bit in the slot, struggled a bit outside. I think they just played him a little more outside um, on Sunday, and he struggled a little bit. He had that, I mean, that was a great back shoulder pass to DJ Moore on the sideline that, you know, I thought Javelin Goodry did a great job trying to get him out of the bounds, try to get him to the sideline. But, I mean, DJ Moore's a great wide receiver, so no surprise there, but... Um, Bryce Hall, I thought I played, I thought played okay. Um, yeah, so that's really it from the Panthers game. I don't want to take too much about it. We got to move on to the Patriots. Um, 0-1. Patriots are also 0-1, losing their matchup to the Dolphins over the weekend, um, where I think they really shot themselves in the foot for the majority of that game. I think they really could have won easily with a couple fumbles. 
um, the Patriots really just threw that game away. So I think uh, I think they're going to be playing hard on Sunday. I think they'll be, be really coming to win. Um, I don't think Belichick likes losing at all from his previous history. So I mean, he, he he'll come he'll come with some fire. But I think this Jets team, as young and as inexperienced as they are, I think they understand that. Robert Sala is trying to build this winning culture. He's trying to, you know, rebuild this organization from the bottom up. So I think they, they're going to come playing hard too. And I don't think this Jets team takes losing, you know, I don't think they could take losing. I think Robert Sala in that locker room really preached at halftime. And that's why you saw those adjustments. That's why you saw the offensive and defensive adjustments. You did not see that in the past with Adam Gase. I think if the Jets were in that game 16-0 with Adam Gase on that sideline, the score would have been 32-0, 36-0. I really do not think... I don't think Adam Gates would have adjusted. I, I, I think that warrants it. Um, and Robert Sala, I mean, just seeing that, I think, I think that's really that's good on its own. Uh, from what I saw from that game, from his adjustment standpoint, um, we'll see against the Patriots. They're certainly going to need to make adjustments at halftime. You could already tell um, Robert Sala is going to have to coach a near perfect game to get a win over the Patriots. I'm actually going to the home opener. If anyone else is going, I will see you there. I think it's not quite sold out yet, uh, which is actually a bit surprising. I mean, you know. No knack against against the fans. I mean, the organization of it has been, you know, not very good for the past ten years. So I mean, you can't you can't blame them. But um, I think there's still going to be a lot of Jets fans, a lot of Patriots fans as well. There always is in MetLife, um, but it should be fun. Um, but yeah, looking ahead to the Patriots game, got to get the run established. You have to you have to be able to pass the ball. You have to be able to protect Zach. You have to play really stout defense, especially in the run game because the Patriots, you know, also have a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones. Um, and they are going to run the ball a lot with Damian Harris. So you have to make sure you, uh, um, get your blocking assignments and get your run stopping assignments on defense, um, really, uh, up to speed. And I think the, the coaching staff will do a good job this week. I think preparing for new England, I think they'll correct some mistakes and I think, uh, they'll look a bit more sound in the first half than they did in the Panthers' first half. I think it was just first game jitters, to be straight up. I don't think there was much more than that. I think the coaching staff, you know, of course Salah's going to say they should have prepared better, but, you know, some of these players, um, you know, not, nothing wrong with little butterflies before your first game, and I think that's what all it really was. And I think you're going to see more of the second half versus the Patriots. I really do believe that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, without further ado, I think that's really going to be it. Um, little preview, a little recap of Jets Panthers and Jets Patriots. So I really appreciate you guys sticking around for this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. I will certainly be back next Wednesday with a recap of the Patriots game and a look ahead to the Denver Broncos. So I really appreciate you guys sticking around. Uh, make sure you follow New York Jets Game Plan on Instagram and Twitter, and make sure you read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. I did start to put out season previews of the Panthers game and um, New England game, obviously the New England preview will come out later this week and the Panthers preview is already out if you want to see what I wrote about that game and recap it for yourself. So I really appreciate everyone sticking around for this episode of the podcast and I will see you next week.